Yeah, what's up? It's I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all you know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. Well, oh, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marianne Barnett, your host. We each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here. K-N-O-N 89.3 FM, the voice of the people. We've got a lot, so much going on, so many things going on. You know, it's sad that we can't even go home or be in our own house and sleep and or whatever and be safe. You can uh, you can be uh, in your house, sleep, whatever, and the police can kill you. We got it happening. It happened here in Dallas. Now, it happened in Fort Worth, and that's one thing we have to always lift up. When are they going to try this policeman for murdering a Tatiana Jefferson? When are they going to have this? Why do they keep putting this off? Fort Worth, black folks, when are you going to stand up? Preachers, when are you going to stand and stand up? Here's a, I don't care if she wasn't, she's a human being, but she was a decent human being. College graduate, they are keeping her nephew and and this, this fool shoots through the door, shoots through the window, whatever it was, and killed the woman. <laughs> In her own house. In the house, uh, the mother's house, wherever it was, she wasn't bothering anybody. Now, these certain things, Fort Worth, y- y'all keep allowing these little 10 one judges you have over there to keep putting this off. Keep putting it off. Keep putting it off. What's wrong? What's wrong? trying to delay the trial, and he's running free. Now, he should be suffering a penalty right now. He should go and get sentenced. I know you're not going to sentence him to the needle. No, you won't give him that. But he needs to be sent to prison the rest of his life without no, no way he should get any type of parole. This is to just do that just to kill somebody. I don't know whether he wanted target practice or what, what, whatever it was. He needs to be sent away for good because he has a desire. He has to have a desire to murder someone. Think about your own self, those listening. Do you have a desire to kill somebody? Would you just walk by and go in somebody, uh, buy somebody's house and just shoot in there? That's a person with a desire to kill. He had to do it. What was he shooting at? He'll probably tell you he don't know. Well, then, he, he, you definitely don't have any business with a badge on. 
and a gun. People, wake up. Wake up. They keep doing it over and over and over again. They keep murdering black folk over and over again. This young man they killed last week, we got a line in his bed and they, they, they kicked the door in. They said they get these warrants where they can just kick the dough in, don't have to, don't have to, I guess they don't have to identify themselves and they don't have to have a search warrant where they have to, they can knock. Had they had to knock at least, they might still would have killed him, but still, uh, they could have, possibility they could have gone to the door and talk to the man and find out that he wasn't the person they were looking for. You know, they had nothing with his name on it. They, he was no part of no no crime or anything. But they just kicked the door in. What if you're lying in your bed sleeping, somebody kicking the door in and everything, and you do have a registered weapon in his name and a license to carry it, and they kill him. Quite now, because you'd reach for you. You don't know who this is. You, you let up there sleep, and they coming in, all that noise and racket. Then next thing you know, they're shooting. They, they said within 10 seconds, this man was dead. <laughs> they killed him just that fast. And it seemed like uh, people have become sort of seared. Now, they hear so much. We've gotten to the point. It's a common everyday thing that people think don't even think seconds about this. No, we can't allow people to forget. Their minds become seared. When people kill you, shoot you down like a dog for no reason at all. People, we need to wake up. People are getting tired of being killed for just no reason at all. They're bragging about and boasting about the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. But they are working overtime, talk some people from L.A., Every day. They're working overtime like you talking about eager beavers. Working overtime trying to clean things up and hide these people. Now Dallas can't laugh about it because when the 1984 Republican Convention came here, they did the same thing in Dallas. When they had that, uh, that, that's, that World Cup, that soccer cup that came here a few years later, both times, we did. We went looking for the homeless. Where the city of Dallas had them, we haven't figured it out yet. They take. They know how to clean the streets. They know how to get people cleared off. They know how to make sure they are not seen. This is sad. This is sad. If you can clean the streets and 
and get people off the streets. And I know it's not an easy job. I know it, it can be hard because there are a lot of people that live on the streets wants to be on the streets and don't want a house. I know that because I work with them. But if they can make them and tell them you better not show up as long as this convention or this sports event or whatever is in town, as long as all these worldwide cameras are in town, you better not show up. You better stay here. We don't want us to look bad. You know, these are just things that ought not be. But I don't hear enough people talk to people. They, we don't seem to be worried. We don't seem to care for Lazarus. We don't. We don't care. We don't even want Lazarus to eat the crumbs from our tables. But worrying people better treat Lazarus right. Be, don't be like the rich man. The Bible says what? In hell, he lifted up his eyes. Oh, my God. Something can happen to bring us all down. And I do really believe that this pandemic is a warning to us. I don't care how much money you got. There are things that can be sent. You cannot escape them. I don't care where you live. I don't care where you try to hide and not be seen or whatever. God got some things that can get you and will get you. All of us. Yes, we better treat Lazarus right. We better wake up. We better wake up. Because that that, that game Sunday is going to be a, a great thing for a lot of people. But deep down within, it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Black folk, let me tell you something. I'm sure probably 70, 75% of those fellas out there on that field that's going to be playing look like you come from your community, maybe kin to you. Yes, they're out there making money and they do some things, but they need to make sure we do things for the least of those. For the least. And this is why KNON was founded. To do, to help the poor all the way what we call up to the moderate income class. But you have to speak the truth to power. And sometimes they don't like it. When you speak truth to power, power don't want to hear it. No, they don't want to hear. They want everybody to say, oh, this is a wonderful thing, wonderful thing, and everything. Look, people, we need to be quit, quit being hypocrites. 
and start doing things that we ought to do. We're in the midst of our fall, uh, oh, I'm sorry, our, our winter pledge drive. And we need some pledges coming in. We need some. We need some. We didn't push hard last week because so much was going on. Such a trying subject. But 972-647-1893 is the number to call to make your tax-deductible pledge. And what's your last name, is one of the few. It is the only radio station all these millions of people here in North Texas, in the Metroplex, state of Texas, in southern Oklahoma, different places, East Texas, we are the only station that will do it. Now, we're calling on your support. Support us as we support you. And we'll speak for you. 972-647-1893. Is the number to call. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. And uh, make your tax-deductible pledge. Call it in. Yes, you can use that line to talk to. That's the magic number. You know it, 972-647-1893. It's the magic number. You can talk to me, and but we want you to also make your pledge. Make your pledge and talk. Make your pledge. Make your pledge. Make your pledge. 972-647-1893 is the number to call to get that pledge in. We got some perks there. We got some nice perks. Uh, over the years, I haven't had to push perks. You can come in and get it. get them just like anybody else. But you pay, and you mind pledging. You love pledging to my show. I've had people over this, many people, many, many people. I got this, these uh, pledge sheets, and... Uh, Believe me, there have been long, 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 long pledge sheeps. We need to keep these uh, pledge sheeps long. Keep these pledges coming. Keep these pledges coming. 972-647-1893. Thanking people that have pledged over the years. Vaughn Wallace, Rick Don, Eddie Gilliam, Travis Johnson, Scotty Lane, uh... Joan Lee, all right, Tony Morris, Dwayne Brown, Calvin Reed, Kelvin Reed, uh, yes. Leon Holman, Beverly Scott, Gwendolyn Price, Wanda Madison, James Collins, Carolyn Arnold, Pearl, Pearly James, uh, Officer Crockett, Isaac Steen, (laughs) Kenneth Rhodes, Isaac Wynn, James Smith, Lorenzo Mitchell, Henry Sowers, Evelyn Stockley Dukes. All right. And we have others. That's just, yeah. We just have others. Many of these names, same, but we have others. Robert Petrie, Travis Johnson, Dennis McQuinney. 
Arthur Allen, Imani Fowler, Joe Thomas, David White, Malcolm Robinson, Robert Petrie, oh, I've seen him, Curtis Reed, James Lee, James Collins, Alright. Adoja Ida Isa. Bill. How much? Well, he had Bill Anonymous here. Well, well, thank you for your pledge, Anonymous. Kenneth Rose. James Smith. Corey Weatherden. Yes. That's just. Last pledge. We made. That's just the last pledge. But we need. Pledges coming in. 972-647-1893. We're going to come back. we got some things we want to talk about this morning. We're going to come back and let you talk. But I had to get this pledge drive, get this thing going. So 972-647-1893 is the number to get it. We're up against a short break, and we'll be right back. stations have filtered out real people for automation, KNON has kept the human element of radio. There's a real person bringing you music at every part of the day. There's a real person behind the voice you hear telling you what they had just played. And there's a real person who will answer the phone when you call to pledge to KNON. Real radio relies on your call to stay on the air. That's real people, real radio on KNON 89.3 FM. Yeah, what's up? It's, I'm going to kick it with mine. All right. All right. We're ready to roll. We're ready to roll. 972-647-1893. If you'd like to pledge, please call the same number. If you'd like to talk, call that number. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. These pledges. All right, we need to cover some of these lines. Line okay, two, line four. Did you? Did you? Uh-huh. All right, sure. got several lines. You're calling. Yeah. Keep your calls up. We uh, we get them. Uh. And uh, we have uh, Gerald on uh, line one. All right. Good morning, Gerald. Good morning, brother. Fine. How are you? Uh, I'm well, oh, thank you. Uh, you know, with all this, you have to death, 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 death,
that has like a no return, you know. And just oh, take God and do whatever oh, necessary oh. and hope yeah, yeah. to get the message. But mm-hmm. you can't do that, you know, in the sense because, see, you know, you got to look at your spiritual means as well as your on the life living. But the thing about it is... Um, I'm gonna put a scenario like this. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you what you I might do. can't get a more edition. Uh, tell me. Excuse me. Hmm? It is two one four. Hello. Eight two eight. Let's see. Can I hear? Can you? Can you hear me? Uh. Uh-huh. Can yeah. you hear me? Hello. Yes. Go right ahead. Can you hear me now? Uh, I think this is me, Reverend Boy. I think somebody did something else. It's somebody else. Yes. Okay. This is Ike. Right. And, uh, oh, okay. I had another call. I'm on, but go, but go right ahead. I don't know what happened with that call. Okay. Okay. I don't know either, Reverend Boy, because I just called. Uh, but Reverend Boy, uh, we need to keep our eye on this election that's going on now. You know, uh-huh. our early voting started Monday. Right. Right, and uh, I I watch TV, and uh, one of the candidates got a I'm not calling any names, but one of the candidates got a a lot of TV ads out right now on primetime TV. Right. And I look at the organization at the bottom that's uh, supporting the candidate that's paying for these ads, and these are lobbies. They tied into that Bitcoin operation, and they lobbying. Uh, uh, for something, and they paying a bunch of money for these ads. So what are they paying for? Oh God! This well, they they paying okay. um, they paying for the office. This is Gerald. He got this right. They paying for control of the office. Yeah. Well, uh, what what is the, what is this candidate running for? Running for Congress. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, running for Eddie Bernice's seat that's going to be vacant. And well, isn't there? Is the most there's several that's running for a seat, isn't it? Right, there are several, but how many of them got prime time TV ads? And this organization, I wrote the name of the organization down, but I can't find it right now. But it's uh, it's connected to Bitcoin. You know, these lobbyists that are trying to, you know, mess with the currency and run up. Mm-hmm. They, they tie, they got their hand in everything. And they putting millions of dollars into these campaigns for them, Barnett, because they trying to get their way. So we have to really keep an eye on what's going on with the election and make sure that we vote for somebody who's going to have our interest at hand and not into these big-time lobbyists, because lobbyists and big-time PACs have taken over the election. Well, uh, but uh, you have something... Uh Against this candidate, you know something or what? No, no. I mean, I'm, I don't want to. You know, I don't know what the candidate got going on. Okay, I'll tell you know. If you want to speak on the air. But I do know there's something going on with this right here because anytime you see one of these type of organizations, you know, these basically like these right wing organizations come in and put this kind of money into a, a campaign. Well, uh, answer me this. Uh, don't you see campaigns? And now uh, the campaign I've seen the most about is the uh, attorney general. 
Now these were white right. folks and a white a white man, white woman. Uh we don't complain about those, but we complain about if blacks have money to buy primetime television. No, I'm not complaining about it. I'm saying we got to watch who's paying for it. We know what the attorney general is about. We know he's not for us. And when you see a lot of these Greg Abbott campaigns and different things, you know what these people are about. I'm saying watch the hidden agenda. It's not a complaint. It's a, it's a wake-up call to watch. You see, it's just like when uh, I used trustee Foreman when she first ran for her seat. A lot of big money through lobbyists and rich people was put in there to try to stop her from winning that seat because she is for the people. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was one of the but now we are, we're a little hard on our own people. I don't understand this. I'll be honest. If they work, if they got money, uh, we got to watch them. Rather than we, but, but we and we want to know everything what they've done and everything. We we are very hard on our own people who are running. Now I know there are crooks. I know there are crooks everywhere, all colors, everything. But why do we come down so hard on it's our own people? It's not a come down. It's a it's an eye opener. I'm saying when you. Uh, have people, different organizations. If the candidate is running, I have no, I'm not coming up against the candidate. I'm talking about the people that's funding this campaign for the candidate. Because we had some people at DISD that had money put into their board, that their campaign. That's right. Now, they are, and it was, it was, it was the charter school lobbyists and the charter school backers that put money into these campaigns. Now we cannot get fair representation in our community from these people because they are loyal to the charter school organizations and the people that put the money into the campaign. That's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. So it's not being hard on the candidate. If these people, when they spend their money, they want reciprocity of what they paid for. Mm -hmm. well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm hard well, on the candidate. I'm saying I'm watching what you got to keep your eye on the money. Yeah. For you, mm -hmm. as you used to say, Ram Barnett, you got to watch who brought you to the dance. Yeah, well, you, you dancing the one that brought you. Yeah, but see, right. the thing about think about that whole deal is, I've seen that congressional race, and I've seen. Uh, advertisement from two different women that seem to be having the money to really get on prime TV. And yes, you do have to watch these things. But uh, to we 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 just seem to be a little hard on a whole lot of hard on our own. Who am I hard on? Who am I, who am I hard on, them, The one you saw on TV. The one you saw. Hey, we got to watch. Yeah, I think okay. I think this is what uh, most people should do. You're right, but I I don't know if I was a person who didn't know politics, didn't know what was going on, uh, and a person called and uh, and I didn't know anybody. I would take that as 
a vibe of being negative toward those candidates who can afford to do this. I understand what you're saying. You got to watch them. But there are those who are not taking money, who don't have money to buy ads. You got to watch them, too. You got to watch all of them. See, just because a, a rascal is broke don't mean they're good. That don't mean they're honest. No, and don't mean the no, ones that have money is dishonest. So, right. yes, we got to watch them all. I say watch them all. Don't, don't let one go by because they broke, and don't let the other one go by because they have money. Yes, we have to watch them all. That's what I'm saying. Watch all of them. Right, and mm-hmm. I agree with that. But mm-hmm. I still have to, the, the ones that don't have money, Reverend Barnett, uh, you know, they can't get out there like that. And they they got to come out and meet with the people. And all of them got to have, must have them town hall. I've been to town halls and different things, you know, with candidates and Monday night politics and all that. And watch the candidates and see what they putting up, bringing to the table. Well, I've been in politics a long time in Dallas. Really? In my life? I've been in politics since 1957. And I know it from top to bottom. Most of the people that run in our community have no track record of doing anything. They will write down what they want to do to what they're going to do. But they have no proof that they can get anything done. Most of your candidates that run in Dallas. And see, this is an indictment that on the community, they will vote for people who doesn't have any proof that what they're telling you in these ads is true. So that's why... Whether they whether they have ads running on TV in prime time, or whether they don't have any hardly any money to give you a decent meal out, they can all be crooks. That's why we have to watch them all. I don't send that signal just towards those who have money, because they might have something that they want to do, and have money, and decide they want to really help this. Uh, community that we call Dallas for whatever, whatever. So this is why we have to watch them all. Okay. All right. All righty. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. That clears the line. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do you have? Uh, Gerald uh, is back. He had a problem uh, with his signal, but he's back on the air. Yeah, right now. he's back. He got him back. Yes. Good morning, Gerald. Good morning, Brother Burnett. Well, you hit that on the head. Like well, I always said, uh, you, you get, if the people, you as a person, especially if you don't have money, and I know that's for first hand, mm-hmm. if you do and get what you need, most majority of the time, people give you what you want. A person will mm-hmm. give you a, a beer before they give you a darn bottle of water. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Well, that's why it's not safe to send a bone by by a hungry dog. Yep. Hmm? Yeah. Anytime you throw a bone to a hungry dog and you tell him to take it over there, it usually ain't going to make it. He's going to eat it himself. Better hope it ain't so, no gravy on it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I remember you said this 
commercial arm and they had one would throw that bone to that dog. The dog, <laughs> I graduated from that bone. He was mad because wasn't he said ain't no meat on this bone. <laughs> he didn't want it. <laughs> so that, I, you have to watch everybody. Yeah. Yes, you do. About the things that are going on with all this killing and whatnot, one time killing and whatnot, of course. Mm -hmm. History will repeat itself if you don't stay on top of it in a more modernized and technological way. And if you don't stay on top of it and keep people abreast and aware, well, then it's going to continue and continue on. Mm -hmm. The The thing about it that I learned one thing about the Gulf War. Mm-hmm. 9-11 mm-hmm. and the Jewish people they don't let up Y'all, they, oh they, no, they no, no 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 they gonna, they gonna keep that on your mind mm-hmm. and they'll track you down that's in the right. United States as I've been as I was in the military mm-hmm. repelling out of helicopters and all that mm-hmm. when we come out there it's just like I bragged about my Texas Rangers mm-hmm. I, I, I understand the history of them you can send any law enforcement in this country. But when them Texas Rangers come out there, you might as well just sit down and wait for them because they're going to find you. And yeah. they ain't coming to kill you. But now, even, like, with oh. the Tex- even with the Texas Rangers, there's a myth. Uh, who's the famous of all the Rangers? Who's I the can't most famous? His name, but he's a, he, he was a black person. Yeah, the Lone Ranger. Now, who do they have? They had Clayton Moore playing the Lone Ranger, and I can't remember the guy's name. It'll come to me later. They played Tonto, his partner. partner. Jay Silverhill. Jay Silverhill, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but what they was, the, the lie about that whole thing was the Lone Ranger was a black man from Oklahoma. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And uh, they know how to distort anything. This is why you have to be on your toes on everything that you're shown. Everything. And they paint up to look so good. You have to be aware of everything. As, as, as I'm getting to, see up in Minnesota, how they formed that coalition? They went to that woman's house and uh, putting pressure on her. You know, at first she's supposed to have been doing the right thing as an intern, mm-hmm. but trying to do a cover-up. Take, for instance, right here in our local hometown here in Dallas, Texas, before they became into politics as a councilwoman, then mayor, what was they doing? Talking about Laura Laura Miller. She, uh, she was an editor or editor-in-chief or something of that. Uh, observing. What did she do? She went out to every black person, man especially, then start going after the women's. Yeah. Writing negative and, and derogatory stories about them. And to the wind, when they went to the house and, and, and let her know tired of it, she kind of stemmed it down. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to form a coalition and stay on top of it. We as blacks, we, we know, uh, me personally, you know, as an individual, you, can, you do something to me, I'm coming out there, you know, I ain't going to let up. Mm-hmm. But as a, as a coalition on things on the bigger scale, when we get something done, we simmer back. Now, let me tell you something. People got to understand. 
The government would cause the situations to depopulate populations. And then also, the government allowed these idiots, these evil think tanks that they know about, all they do is just think of debauchery and evil things to do to people. Well, that, that, that's the United States government. But it's, I, I'm up against a short break. And, uh, yes. yes, I'm out of time. 972-647-1893 is the number to reach me. And we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're back. We're still in the midst of our winter pledge drive and still need your pledges, your pledges, your pledges, your pledges. We need some pledges coming in. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. We need those pledges coming in. We need them coming in. 972-647-1893. We need those tax-deductible pleasures. We got some very, very beautiful perks and everything. Uh, just chairs and you name it. Uh, we got it. But y'all usually don't pledge my show just for perks. Yeah, if you want them, you pick them up when you get here. According to the amount you pledge. But you usually just make your pledge. Come on, 972-647-1893. We need your tax-deductible pledge. I know we're in the midst. There's a pandemic. Of, but there are those of us who have been blessed to survive this pandemic. They have not caught COVID-19. Have not caught any of that. Uh, just been blessed to go through this and become out strong every day. And that's a blessing. Now bless those who bless you, who will bless your community, who will fight for you. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Bless those that bless you. Work for those. Get that money coming to those who really will fight for you. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. They're ready, sitting there ready to take your pledges. 972-647-1893. Y'all, come on, make those pledges. Number my lines are all jammed. 972-647-1893. One eight nine three is the number to call. Alrighty, alrighty, come on, y'all. Call your pleasures in. You can use that number to call. Uh, yes, make a pledge. Y'all call and talk to me. Y'all, whatever you want to do. Yeah, you go light them lines up there. Yeah, light them up. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Alrighty, who do we have here? We have uh, Keisha on uh, line uh, three. Keisha? Yes. Alrighty. Good morning, Keisha. What morning? Uh-huh. Hello? Hey, Alexis. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So your name is Alexis? Hello? Keisha Lightford? All right, Keisha. All right, good morning. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you? Excellent. 
Doing good, doing good. I'm actually uh, excited to hear you guys talk about the election that starts Valentine's Day. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually a Dallas State is here, and I'm one of the candidates that's in that race. I'm actually from Oak Cliff, Texas. I traveled for 21 years. I'm a school board trustee and Peter Hill, and now I get a chance to advocate for all of Dallas County District 30 residents. Do you believe? Hello. I think she got she got cut off. Did she get, hello, are you there? Yeah, the line is very busy because a lot of people, and thank you for all your pledges. Uh, Kesha can call back right now. You can call back. All right, yeah, give us a call back. Uh, I think you, they're all busy, but you should keep calling until you get a line. Call back. I'm, all right, please call back until you can get a line. All right, 972-647-1893 is that number to call. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. All right, uh, who do we have? Bring another. I think that Hello? Kesha is back. Wait a right? minute, it sound like her. Hello, uh-huh. is this uh, Kesha? Yes, sir. Ah, go go right ahead. Back. We thought you were gone. Okay. I, it did cut me off. I, I called back. It. Thank you all for asking. Oh, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh-huh. I am just so I'm just so grateful to be able to represent the Dallas community and be able to serve. Uh, I know the need is great in our community, and I cannot wait to be able to meet those needs. Mm-hmm. And so I I'm really glad that you all are talking about it. You always keep us conscious. I appreciate your wisdom. Mm, <laughs> I thank you. Your, uh, neutrality, and I appreciate your objectiveness mm-hmm. and spirituality. So I just wanted to say I am honored, and I just pray that everybody gets out there. I know a lot of people that I talk to in the southern sector are very frustrated with voting because uh, people will say they do, they're going to do these things, and they don't. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why I'm in the race because I'm sick of it too. Okay. <laughs> this is my home community. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to make sure it's better for our next generation. And so that's why we're here. Well, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's wonderful that yes, you are running. And um, uh, any candidate can call me. Uh-huh. I, I will not endorse one. Right. Because really, they didn't ask me. <laughs> and, I, and I can't do it anyway. Oh, and I'm not supposed to, but I definitely will allow every candidate who wants to call. They can yes, call sir. me and tell us what you plan, what you're planning on, what you're planning on doing. Uh, yeah. So, what are some of yeah, your accomplishments? I, so yes, sir. I actually taught at Townview Law Magnet um, for twenty for 18 years. I taught at Mountain View College for 13 years and I'm a school board trustee in Cedar Hill ISD right now. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I, we have a counseling agency where when people get in trouble and they go to court, the courts require them to take a class so they can get better. And so I, my husband and I, we teach those classes, anger management, family violence prevention, life skills. Mm-hmm. And and Reverend Barnett, I'll tell you, a lot of the issues we have in our communities is that we don't have 
resources that people are aware of. So I want to establish success stations in mm -hmm. our communities. I want to partner with the municipalities and put them at the rec centers and the libraries so that they have anybody in crisis before they get to crisis method where they want to call the police. We want to tell them there are resources and supportive services available at the local library and the, and the rec center. Okay. Actually, I, I was told about two years ago when I went to a conference with Cedar uh, Hill, and they told me in the state that they sent $20 million to Dallas for African-American males. And I mm. never heard of it. I've been working with them for 25 years or more, and I've never heard of that. And so what I wanted to do is fight in, uh, I want to fight in D.C. and advocate for our community, but I also want to bridge that gap where the money goes to those agencies that know how to get the money. I want to make sure that it's getting to the people that it's you said designed for. Twenty million for African American males initiative. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. What what what, what 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 initiative was this? That's what I'm wanting to know because I work with them and I've never heard of it. So okay. what I'm what I'm finding is that people that know how to get the grants and the money don't really have the connection with the community to make sure that the services are enforced. Does that make sense? So okay. money is there. Like I give you an example. Texas Workforce Commission will give you anybody that goes, anybody that wants to trade, learn CDL, learn welding, it's free. But nobody knows about it. All right. Again, what is your name? I'm Keisha Lankford. I'm Dr. Keisha, Keisha Lankford. Lankford. Number six on the ballot. Uh, are you running as a Republican or a Democrat? I'm a Democrat. Yes, sir. I'm a lifelong Democrat. Okay. All right. Thank you for your call. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? Uh, Tony is on uh, line four. All righty. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rev. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm all right. All right. Um, I, you know, I think part of the issues we have in our community is that we all know about politics in a way like you know. People who run for office do not have absolute power. Mm -hmm. Like anybody who's running for Congress, District 30, does not have absolute power. They have to share their power with, mm -hmm. with other representatives. Yes, sir. All right. How, how are they going to work with their colleagues? How are they going to work with the Republicans? What committees are they, are they going to get on when they get to D.C.? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Two is this. You know, and I'm glad the, the young lady were called, just called, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, you, you can't endorse, but where are these people when you call now? You know, where are these people who running? Now, they want endorsements from the big ones. Ed Benise, uh Ross Squares, uh, uh, um, um, John Price. But at the end of the day, this is what I know. When you run for city council, you run for school board, you only one vote. Mm -hmm. Do you know how to debate? Were you on a debate team? Do you know how? Do you know how to persuade people? That's why when you go to school, they teach you how to make a persuasive argument. Half the candidates can't do that. I mean, mm -hmm. some of them are lawyers. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. Some of them are lawyers, but 
I've listened to a few of them. And at the end of the day, it's vanity. All is vanity. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the promises they made, they can't keep. Because like I say, you can't convince, like, I'm, I'm going to give you an example. Jasmine, Jasmine is in the state house. She can't convince her Republican colleagues to vote to, um, vote for us in the policy for our community. And she might, she might have vote policy mm-hmm. one thing. But it's one we're getting passed. Oh, okay. We have uh, I've heard the one oh, Dan yeah, Hamilton, Hope okay. uh, Hamilton, yeah, Hope Hamilton. Like I said, I hear all this, mm-hmm. but there's no concerted effort for a debate oh, in debate form. I can see did that, oh, that's that they've been right talented on. What are you thinking of those candidates? Have you seen them on TV? Oh, uh, I see one or two of them on TV. I mean, you know, but I guess yeah. Right. What do you think of it? Just call right now. Well, well, right. my thing is, I, I, I kind of think like you. I'm mm-hmm. hearing a whole lot of stuff, but I'm not seeing no questions behind it. Uh, I'm hearing what you're saying, but it's an ad. There is. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to the, the people who are giving you money? Are, are you talking to the people who, you know, you know, because most of these people have access to our community. I wonder who is, who is that oh, uh, communication you officer? Are oh, they calling people like you to find out, hey, come on this show oh, so we can, okay. so can ask right. you questions. So, Are you mm-hmm. still to come on, on, yeah, yeah, on, on this show more in time because you know these questions going to be it. What have you done to the community? Twice. What have you done? Yeah. What, 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 you got your hands dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, see, that's what I, uh, the, the, I'll be honest with show you, tell you why, who I make my mind up. I want to see what have they done to prove they can get something done and uh, uh, how long you been doing it? See, when you got people just can come on and tell you exactly what uh, they want to do. They can tell you what they want to do, but have never done nothing. They may not know how to get anything done. So I, I, I don't vote for people like that, just whether they... On commercials, not on commercials. Explain to me. Give me some of your victories already. Give me some victories that you've made for our community. And, and, and I'm, I'm leaving you with this, and I'm going to let you go. Mm-hmm. That job is a hundred and eighty thousand dollars job. That oh yeah, job is where politics. That, that job elicit people paying for your campaign, like big corporations. Mm-hmm. So are you loyal to me? Or are you loyal to them? And that's the question that no one ever asked any of them is this. You go from being a person who probably making whatever you do in your personal career, mm-hmm. but you come a person with power, not not power per se, but you, that, that one vote can, can get a business like American Online, million dollar contract based on them lobbying you to vote for something they want. My mm-hmm. vote only gets you an offer. So who are you loyal to, to the corporation or me? Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's one of the things that we're going to have to learn. And that's why I say, any candidate, they can call me. We'll talk. I'm not going to invite them on, but if they come on, I'm definitely going to treat them like uh, citizens that they are. I mean, they have the right, but, you know, I'm not going to endorse anybody. But I want them, the people to hear and have more information with the people to have the information about who's running and who well they can make an intelligent decision whom they should 
vote for. That's what we want. That's all. All right. Thank you for your call. That closes the line, 972-647-1893. Let's go. Let's get one right before 8 o'clock. You got one. Yeah. So we have uh, Imani on uh, line two. Imani? Yes, and Malcolm Robinson uh, is on line one. Uh, uh, tell, tell the barrister we'll be coming to him in yes, just from a few minutes. Right. Malcolm Robinson will be coming in eight o'clock hour. All righty. Good morning, Imani. Good morning, Pastor. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing? Oh, man. I just, I'm doing great. I just thank you for your program of the day. That was, I, I've been listening to you, you know, going to uh, hearing your message for a long time. And, and we need that. I just wanted to let you know that. Thank you oh, for that Thank message. you. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But I want to let everybody know, well, I've been voting um, uh, for 50-some years. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, Army, War, Army, Veterans, Navy and Army, mm-hmm. and Honorable... And what I'm learning is one thing we at Powernomics, we met the other night. Mm-hmm. And we figured out, we, we got to understand, we got to get us something in God we trust us. You know them things on the back of the dollar? Mm-hmm. And we, that's the way I say you buy or rent you a politician. They, they know that in North Dallas, they know exactly what, uh, who to vote for. I mean, who to, who to buy and who's selling us out. Because what they do, what they do we had learned... One thing we got to learn, you have to, uh, first of all, you, Power Nomics, Dr. Paul Anderson explained it better, that you don't, you don't, you don't go in there begging, no, you, don't, you first of all, you have to have somebody go do something for you. Mm-hmm. You know, not uh, just voting, devoting, you don't do your research, you don't know who they are, you don't know who, who's paying them off or buying them. We have to learn the money game. Mm-hmm. Until we learn the money game, we are not in the game. It's like playing football without a football helmet and a football. Mm-hmm. We have to learn that you got to have some, some uh, capitalism, some money. That's what well, drives politicians. That, that, you know, uh, money is hard for a lot of people to accept. Uh, we are in a money society, capitalism. Well, everything is, is, is everything circles that dollar. It circles the dollar, and that's and, and, and and this is the game that's played in America. That's the only game in it. And see, sometimes people get upset when you say that, but well, it's the truth. True. It's the truth. <laughs> that's just the way the game is played. Well, they want money. Well, it's all about the money, and we don't have it. That's why Power Nivers Corporation, we, Dr. Clay Anderson talked to him with his wife the other day. We realized, I've been voting all my life. Nobody died to vote. We died for freedom. We don't die to vote. We die for freedom. And so we have to get in the game, and that's we got to come to the board. I don't like to say cluster together, uh-huh. get, that, get that money so we can buy, uh, buy us or rent us a politician like everybody else do. Right. And look, I tell you, I hate to cut you off. It's 8 o'clock. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank you. I tell you what, 972-647 will be the number you can reach me during the 8 o'clock hour. And forget, we still in the winter pledge drive. Please make your tax deductible pledges as you call. And uh, we'll be right back with attorney Malcolm Robinson. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. Here we go. All right. 
This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. And tomorrow morning, 9.30, join the Heavenly Joy Church. Join us. 9.30 tomorrow morning on Marion Barnett Senior on Facebook. Join us tomorrow morning and every Sunday morning at 9.30 there on Facebook. Marion Barnett Senior. All right, and we'd like to welcome to the KNON Hotline the Powerhouse Attorney himself. All righty, Dr. Malcolm Robinson. Good morning, Barrister. Well, how are you doing, sir? Are you doing all right this morning? So far, I'm doing fine. Yes, 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 yes. Well, how how, how, how have things been? Oh, it's been kind of dizzy. You know, I've had uh, some concerns about couple things, but uh, other than that, oh, you know, that's okay. part mm-hmm. of the course, the way I look at it. Yeah, that's life. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I, you know, there's one thing that, you know, last week you had a uh, couple people, I think, called in talking about they were not, they were not going to vote anymore, and and uh, and that registered with me, and I said that when I talked to you the next time, I was going to ask those persons out there who are saying that they're not going to vote, and they frustrate and all that. Uh-huh. I like to know what what is it that they feel that they accomplished by not voting. I think they happen. They happen. Their opponent. <laughs> That's well, what exactly. they accomplished. So, but it, in their mind, I, I, I just would like to know why they would even say that they were not voting, or they, uh, you know, I don't even understand it. So I said maybe I'm missing something because you know, in the '60s, you used to have a saying that. Either you're part of the problem or you're part of the solution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and that's definitely a part of the problem. There, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, but the thing about that is, did they ever ask themselves, why is it one party fights so hard to get you to vote, while the other party try very hard and very treacherous in trying to steal your vote? Well, if it's well, not important, why is that such a fight over voting? Historically, it's been that way because of the fact that both parties want to be in power. Mm-hmm. And and they have switched positions. At one time, it was one party that was fighting against your vote, and now mm-hmm. they're fighting for your vote. That's right. And and they, they, they switch roles. That's right. It's all about power. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from my standpoint... Uh, in the legal profession, the voting is is key because when you vote, you elect people. See, this is a, a democratic republic. Mm-hmm. Laws are made by people that we vote as representatives. They don't yes. want to make the laws. Yes, we're Republican. We 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 don't make the laws directly. Direct? No, we do not. No. You know, but we vote. Others into office to make those decisions for us. Exactly. So I mean, anybody who don't want decisions made in their behalf, knowing it will affect them and their families for years to come, uh, that's insanity. I'll be honest about it. To me, okay. it's yeah. insanity. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yes, it is. It is. So, and as a person that worked in the legal profession. We operate under the rule of law. The rule of law is very uh, key component in the American system. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
So it's very important that we have people that vote on those laws. That's mm-hmm. how we able to function. Yeah. And, it, and, and we have to have people that can change laws and change procedures. Mm-hmm. So it's very critical from my standpoint that people vote. And that the idea of not voting, just, it just I just don't even understand it. I say maybe I'm missing Anyway, well, you, you you got people I don't know. They want to be be outstanding and be noticed in some way or another. They'll even go to the negative just to get attention. Yeah, I found people to be like that. Yeah, they'll say you can have something good going on and everything. They'll say I'm not participating just to get attention. People right. want attention. But that to me, for uh, African American, especially in this country, to know what we have been through with, uh, uh, and to then turn around and say you're not going to vote, that 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 is utterly ridiculous. I know uh, children, uh, young people, don't know about a lot of things, but if. If they've been told, if somebody told them what from whence we come, in a very short period of time, uh, I think they they would make their way to the polls every time the polls open. Well, I, I feel there's a sense of frustration because they it's one person one vote, and so they figure that they they single vote how they single vote gonna make a difference, and so they have to look at it in the terms of. Um, it, they being a participant, and it's the collect collective. You know, mm-hmm. we form a group and mm-hmm. impact policy. So that still, if you don't vote, you don't you don't have any access or any voice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, and and you end up by not voting, you end up supporting the the okay, position that you are against. So I I I, I, I see. You know, I just don't understand. So. Yeah, and I know for a fact I've been in certain uh, political offices when people call and what they do they talk they they make their complaints or whatever it is uh, telling their desires and that those politicians those secretaries they be looking pulling up that voting record yes and a lot of times the reason why they didn't do what you wanted them to do, you were now on there as a, even as a registered voter. Yes. I didn't vote in the last two elections. Right. See, it's just that uh, people who take no self-initiative. Right. No self-initiative. You're not going to hardly get much done, if anything is done, ever at all. Right. You got to show some self-initiative. To get, that you're going to do something. You got to show correct. it. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And, 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 and you know, and, and one, uh, when you talk about the situation in Fort Worth mm-hmm. and that trial that they keep kicking the can down the road, mm-hmm. that is a slap in, slap in the face to the African-American community in Tarrant County. Well, and, now, Tarrant County is what it is, it though. Uh, third or fourth, fourth largest county in uh, the state of Texas? Uh, yeah. It's Harris, Dallas, then that's San Antonio Bear County. Tarrant County is fourth. Fourth, yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's bigger than Travis County. I, I believe it is. And if, if it is, then it's close to it. Boy, they're close. Uh, but, but to have, to allow the insults that they're given every time these people go to court and and then they just, they're actually putting the can on a tee now and kicking it. I mean, I mean. Giving it a boost. I mean, it's, you know, uh, you remember that the, the uh, police officer that shot the uh, young man up in, uh, on the suburbs of uh, Minneapolis? Yes. Uh, uh-huh. shot, you talking about this last time? This last time. She yeah. Shot, it was during the, during the, uh, towards the end of the, uh, of the, uh, George Floyd trial. Mm-hmm. She shot. She shot this guy. They mm-hmm. had her trial and convicted her within the same year. Oh yeah. It don't take long when they want to it do it. Take long. So I'm trying to figure out what is what is the. Yeah. Well, you know, I have idea what the deal is, but well, they don't want to do it. That's what the idea. Is. That's why they won't go ahead and get this trial started. But why? The, why? Why our people that's in in Tarrant County? Why we don't join together and put pressure on them to go ahead and take care of this? Well, they have elected officials in Tarrant County just like everywhere else, don't they? Exactly. What are these elected officials doing? Then what about these anointed officials? You know who I'm talking about there. Yeah, well, the people... The the preachers, you know. Yeah, the people that that are supposed to make the decision. Right. They don't feel no pressure from the community. Uh, uh, and this uh, seemed like that she was such a, a decent young lady. And uh, I, even if she wasn't, she's a human being. And to be shot down, you know, they, don't, they wouldn't even do a dog like that. No. I mean, shoot through her house and kill her? My God. You know, yeah. and, and he's out walking the street. And, you know, he's on bail. They don't send him by no bail. Uh, bail oh, yeah, he's out. Oh, he's, he's, he's enjoying himself. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 wait, wait. I don't want to take up all your time doing it, but it's very frustrating. And, and this community in Fort Worth needs to try and organize and put some pressure on them folks. You know, I don't live in Karen County, so I'm an outsider. So uh, it just seems... Mm-hmm. Unusual to me, and and those people that I, that I know that's in Tarrant County, I, I I encourage them. Y'all need to organize and put some pressure on some people over there. That's right. That's you right. Know. So anyway, mm-hmm. well, I, I I see. Well, people are now still squabbling over family matters in a time of death again. Exactly. Uh, people are still getting hurt. Our families getting beat out of their property and things like that. And uh, I, I don't know. Uh, what is it about us that we don't like to, let's say, make wheels? Why do we not like to do that? Well, well first of all, Everybody, that I want to uh, take time to recognize this is uh, the third anniversary of uh, you uh, initiating the fact of me calling in and, and uh, at eight o'clock hour mm-hmm. on the second 
Yeah. I sat in each bunk. Uh-huh. It's, it's, I thought it was about three or four years. I know. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, you had called for about a year or so before. That's correct. I even realized what I had on my hands there so, to, to so get to help our community. Exactly, and and the issue, the, the primary issue that we talked about that you that you talked about was we have to take uh, steps to preserve, recognize, and preserve wealth in our community. Mm-hmm. And the wealth in our community is the assets of individuals who have worked all their life mm-hmm. and acquired something, mostly in in land. Land is a key asset. Mm-hmm. And the question is, we are losing wealth in our community because of our failure mm-hmm. to take the necessary mm-hmm. action futuristically to plan uh, for the transfer of wealth as a result of our passing on. And so, you know, when you talk to people uh You know, I try to continue to speak to everyone. Mm -hmm. Any land that you feel that you own or you have any interest in, pull a deed to that land, a current copy of the deed, and see whose name is on it. And if your name is is not on it, then you don't have any title interest. If your name is on Mm -hmm. it, then you need to take necessary steps to preserve that in the future uh, so that you can transfer that wealth to your descendants. And mm-hmm. our folks need to consult with attorneys so that they can know how to do that mm-hmm. to b- preserve the wealth that their forf- that their ancestors have acquired for them and mm-hmm. make sure that they're able to pass it on. So and, uh, the, the, the key I've always heard from you is not who paid the taxes. Uh, it's not the one who go over there and mow or paint or whatever. It's whoever's name is on those leads. That's correct. They, they, they get they get the cheese. Yeah, uh, whoever's name is on the deed, that's the one in, uh, that that has legal title and mm-hmm. interest in the property. And, and that's this always been the case, and that and that's the way the case is situation is now. So if you pull up the deed to your property and your grandmother or uh, grandfather or somebody on there, then you, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And and they, and you're going to have to deal with that problem at some point. And you, you have the probability of losing the interest and title to the land that you are now occupying. Right. In this case, the second rat don't get the cheese. The second rat don't get the cheese in this case <laughs> because the first rat got it and it's his property. You know, that's the way it seems to go here. And, and I've been trying to nail that into a lot of people because a lot of people come up and ask me about, now that lawyer you have on there, uh, <laughs> I said, no. He said, whoever's name is on those deeds, not the one. Now, I went down there and I paid them, them when he, especially females. They saw, I paid them taxes and everything. I said, well, they say, all you did is made everybody happy, but it didn't help their status at all. In, well, I had someone call me and said that they, that they, that they, it was announced on the TV 
that if you paid the taxes, you had, you could acquire the property. I mm. said, where was that done? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was I said, yeah. I, didn't, I said, well, that's wrong. You, you, you that's wrong. Yeah. And so you need to you need to make sure you have accurate information. I don't believe that it was announced. I believe that he was just trying to test the situation and see what I was going to say. That's what I, I you know, I just I take it. Yeah, and well, we're up against a short break, and y'all can y'all are calling, and we need your pledges also. Please make your pledges, and you can talk to with uh, Attorney Robinson. So nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number to call, and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back in your own with uh, Attorney Malcolm Robinson. And uh, Attorney Robinson, are you there? Yes, I'm here. We're having problems that now that we have every pledge drive trying to get our, our callers. We got our, our line stay jammed. We have yes. problems and they miss. Uh, I just ask people, please be uh, uh, patient with us uh, because... Yes. Like my show needs more lines, really. I'll be honest about it. We'll just, tell, yeah. just tell the truth. Uh, I tell you what, uh, uh, I tell you, Robert, where did we leave off? Because I've been going through this. Uh, what? what well, you were, yeah. well, you you were talking about a will, and and I just wanted to to mention you had you had mentioned that mm-hmm. uh, the people doing wills, and it, I think it's very important that that everyone, mm-hmm. if they have any interest. And where they where the assets are going to go upon them passing on, they need to do a will. Mm-hmm. Let me just say this: the law the law is this: you can decide how you want your asset, who you want it to go to, who you want to uh, benefit from the assets that you have accumulated. You can do mm-hmm. it by doing a will or doing a trust mm-hmm. or, or both. Mm-hmm. If you do not do it, the state of Texas does it for you. That's under the law of descent and distribution. And that's expensive, isn't it? Say that again. And um, couldn't the state really end up with the property if they they get in, get too deeply involved in? Well, it, the state can end up with the property if, in fact, that they, you cannot identify who your descendants are. Right. Oh, uh, oh. So there's some people that don't have, they never had any children or grandchildren or anything like that. And mm-hmm. they, got, they may have had a spouse, but the spouse predeceased them. Their parents are deceased. They don't have any siblings or all their siblings are, are deceased. And in that instance, the... If you don't do a will, it's a probability that the state will end up with the, with the asset. Because you won't have yep. anybody... I've seen uh, that happen too many times. It happens too many times. And mm. so what we what we uh, suggest that people do is to consult with an attorney and go over the assets that they have, or go over who their descendants are, mm-hmm. and through and make some decisions as to where they would want the asset to go upon their death. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then, then we do recommendations and advice to them as to how they can accomplish what they want to accomplish. And that is either through a will mm-hmm. or through a trust. And there are certain circumstances that you may be able to do it uh, and avoid probate without uh, will and trust. But that's, those are special circumstances, and, and you need to consult with an attorney to make sure you do it right because you can... Mm-hmm and lose it if you do not do it right. So that's what we that's what we uh, recommend. And I, uh, people that I talk to, uh, that's what I advise that they do. And the ones that do it and follow the direction, mm-hmm. they come out fine. Calls y'all hang on the line. I'll take some calls in a minute. But that's one thing I wanted to ask you, uh, Attorney Robinson. Yes. Monday is Valentine's Day. That's correct. Do Divorces go up closely around this time. <laughs> Do divorces increase? Yeah, uh, if he doesn't bring the right flowers and candy home, <laughs> he, he gets in trouble. Uh, well, I wonder, do they go up during this time? Well, you know, I, I don't do family law. I don't do divorces and things, but my understanding from those who do... Uh, that, yes, you, you can, they can increase right around this time if, if the person or persons are not, uh, you know, mm-hmm. whatever they, they desire for them to do or, or what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, you can end up with a divorce. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. But, you know, in my opinion, divorce doesn't start necessarily in one, one day or one incident. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's an accumulation of days and incidents over a period of time that yeah. culminate and result in a divorce. Well, this is straw that breaks the horse's back. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. I know. All right. Uh, they can reach us. We can be reached. 972-647-1893. They can pay. You can pay your pledge. Uh, you can talk. Bring me a call on, Pierre. We have uh, Dr. Ed Wood on uh, line two. Dr. Ed Wood? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Doc. Is Dr. Ed Wood? Yes. Uh, I'm here. So. He just hung up the phone. Oh, he just hung up. He hung yes. the phone? Yes. He can call back. All right. Bring me another uh, call. I up. think he's back. Is it? Oh. Boy, they sure can get back fast. Yeah, I'm glad of that. Dr. Ed Wood? Yeah, Mr. T. Oh, no, Mr. T. Uh, Mr. T? Yes. Uh, Dr. Edwards can call, call us back uh, whenever okay. he wants, yeah. Mr. T? Yes, sir, how you doing? Yes, you are with Attorney Malcolm Robinson. Yes, it was good. Hey, um, I really appreciate the call today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to learn a lot of things. Uh, what I wanted to say is, uh, I, there's a lot going on with law enforcement, but I do want to say there's a really good police officers that's on our force. And, and, and I think we should support them overall because there's a lot of good men and women, uh, especially African-American officers who are working out uh, on these streets every day doing the job that they do. Um, and I say that from a personal law enforcement experience, uh, being a police officer and things of this nature, it's mm-hmm. a very hard job. And I don't think people know exactly what it takes to be a police officer today. But 
Uh, I also wanted to say uh, for private security matters, and I wanted to ask a question for the attorney. Uh, let me just ask this. If you have a property that you want to sign over to your children, and if your children don't want it, then who does it go to? Does, do you pass it on to someone else, or do they do? How does that work? Well, it depends on, uh, first of all, when you want to uh, sign that property over. Are you talking about signing the property over to your children during your lifetime and their lifetime, or are you talking about signing the property over to your children uh, upon your uh, passing? Well, that would be like now. So say, for an example, if you want to create a will that includes your children, yeah. um, would you suggest to do that early? Oh, yes. You, you, uh, you, you should... You should start putting together a will if you haven't already done so. You don't have to wait till an uh, uh, older age to do a will. You, uh, young people do wills, and it's advisable that you do it. And a will can always be adjusted as you get older and you acquire more assets and you want to do different things. But it's always better to do a will. It's always better to do a will. It's better for you, and it's better for your descendants. So... Uh, I would suggest that you, you sit down and you inventory all your assets, including your real property, and decide who you want to occupy it or possess it or who you want to have it upon your demise and then uh, uh, do a will or, and, or consider doing a trust if a trust is something that might, might be applicable to your situation. No, I know this. I don't want this to sound like a silly question or anything, but... What about stuff like uh, retirement, uh, Social Security stuff, I mean, finance? I mean, how, how does that work? Well, the way it works on, or on certain retirements, it depends on whether or not they have a death benefit. A, a retirement program, profit sharing, 401ks, IRAs, and all that. All that can be handled under your will. If you're in a retirement program and have a pension and there's a death benefit that pays off upon your death, then, then the, that can either be done by designated beneficiary if, they, if the program allows for that, and or it could be done by you uh, 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 disposing of it in the will. So uh, you just need to know, and that's why we always say, and you, and you consult an attorney to go over all that before you actually put your will together and go over all things that you have or you have access to uh, all your benefits and your assets so you can then make a determination as to what you want to do. And the ones that you can uh, use that uh, designate beneficiaries, those are what we call non-probate assets and they go according to the designation uh, to the person who you designate as a beneficiary provided that they, that they uh, survive you. So all that well, is very important. Excellent. I appreciate that, sir. Thank uh -huh. you very much. Appreciate your call. It is on line 972 647 1893. Who do we have here? Jane is on uh, line three. Jane? Yes. righty. Good morning, Jane. Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, certainly can. Well, first of all, thank you, uh, Reverend Barnett, for your show, and thank you, Attorney Robinson, and congratulations on your third anniversary on the show, right? Second Saturday of each month. Oh, um, yes. That, yeah. Did I uh, call for some cake, uh, Malcolm? 
<laughs> I call for some cakes. <laughs> I ran a yeah. third anniversary. <laughs> All they well, need I is three candles, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I appreciate uh, you both. And, you know, I was, you know, obviously mm-hmm. listening in and on the subject of, of Tarrant County. And first of all, I didn't say full name. My name is Jane Hope Hamilton. I'm actually running for Congress in Congressional District 30. Mm-hmm. And it paid for the first time ever. It comes over into Tarrant County. You know, this district uh, traditionally was drawn, as you don't know, in Dallas. Uh, but due to redistricting, it now crosses the Tarrant County line and so it picks up a little bit of Arlington and pulls in some some Grand Prairie but what I wanted to say Mm -hmm. is that what is going on in Tarrant County is really a serious battle right now and I'm talking about voting Mm -hmm. in 2020 during the Democratic presidential primary I was the statewide director Mm -hmm. and in Tarrant County specifically what you all know is that when he won Tarrant County flipped. Biden was the first president since Lyndon B. Johnson to be to actually pick up Tarrant County. Right. So you, fast Democratic, do you see? He well, he well, he was. That's correct. He was the first Democratic presidential candidate mm-hmm. to win the county since LBJ. Right. And mm-hmm. So when they went back to session, they were very very intentional on tearing apart Senate District 10 that Senator Beverly Powell represents. That was no mistake. They mm-hmm. see the gains that we have made. You all talked about the sizes of these counties. Harris County is first, Dallas County is second, Trent County is third. And right. what typically happens in these urban centers is that the black vote, right, is typically and in many cases, what will flip a county. So what did they do last legislature? They tore up Senate District 10. They tore it up. And so mm. we have to understand that people are watching our voting patterns. And when it looks like we have too much power, they come in and redistricting. And that's the point. And so I couldn't agree with you all more. We have to continue to vote. And we have to understand how powerful our vote is. Again, I'm running for Congress, but my work in Texas has been about our voting rights and strengthening our voting rights. In 2011, I sued the governor twice mm-hmm. against the redistricting that, that was passed, as well as the voter photo ID law. They told us that we could not win in Texas, and we beat them both times. And then, as chief of staff, my first year as chief of staff in Congress, the first thing that happened, one of the very first things that happened is that the Supreme Court overturned the DRA. Why did they do that? They saw what was going on in Texas. Mm-hmm. They saw it. And Texas was a state that was under preclearance. So before you could do anything, before you could actually enact a map, you can pass a map out the legislature, but before you could actually enact any changes, we as Texas, as a state that has historically discriminated discriminated against people of color. We mm-hmm. had to have pre-clearance. And what would happen is when they went up for pre-clearance, you know what would happen? We wouldn't mm-hmm. get it. Why? Because Texas Republicans in, in large part were drawing districts that were discriminating against African Americans. So they would always really they would basically be struck down. Now, All right, now who who, who controls that gerrymandering? 
Who, uh, the, 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 the Texas Supreme Court, or what, what? What? Who can put a stop to that? That's the Department of Justice. Um, and and let me say this: the, the each legislature, right? So there's each state. They decide after the census. They have to draw maps. They look at the entire state, and they all have to sit down and draw maps. It's a very highly charged, hyperpartisan mm-hmm. process now, more so than ever. Once they draw those maps, they have to vote in that body to pass those maps out. Well, now, when the Supreme Court struck down the uh, Section 4, technically, and Section 5 was under that, which was, you know, for free clearance, once they struck that down, it's a free-for-all. That, wow. that essentially means any state can do anything. And so when we talk about... I, I tell you what, Ms. Hamilton, I'm uh, up against... Uh, a short break. I'm so I got sorry. I got to break. And uh thank you for your calls. And that clears the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three and uh we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'ma kick it with the line, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like that? Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. All right, we are back at this. We only have a few minutes left. Uh, have we got Councilwoman uh, Arnold on yet? Have we been able to get in, get her in yet? Can't get him on? All right, yeah, bring me another caller then. Okay, so we have... Um we have uh, Paris and Line 2. Paris? Paris. Paris. All right. Uh, good morning, Paris. Good morning. I have a yep. question for Attorney Robinson and a comment. Mm, go right here. To Deeds in East Texas and the problems that one have here when they're trying to settle estates when you have one side that's not very honest, the other side is not honest at all, and you have to deal with the laws that the state of Texas have established with regards to that. So it takes time, effort, money, and a good attorney to try to solve those problems. Okay, all right, Uh, I'll tell you what, hang up and call Yes. Hello? Do you have a question on what takes in dealing with trying to settle those problems? What was the question? I didn't hear the question. I didn't get it either. Dealing with property in East Texas, right? Where uh, the law says one thing, and then you have Group A doing one thing, Group B doing another thing. Right. Right. Trying not to settle it, but take part in their interests, what they want. 
So okay. the survivor ends up with nothing nine times out of ten. <laughs> okay. And what's your question? The question is, what is the best way to handle uh, estate problems in East Texas? <laughs> well, I'm not going to... I, I understand there's differences uh, regarding various locations in Texas, especially when you're dealing with real property, because the, uh, the venue of the uh, real property is the county where the property is located. Uh, the, but there are differences regarding probate court, and I think that's that's I think that's what you're pointing out. In in larger counties like Dallas County, we have a more sophisticated probate court system that addresses problems a lot easier, and I, and I believe a lot fairer in terms of application of the law. And some of the smaller counties, they don't even have they may not even have a separate probate law system in terms of a court. And so the district court handles that matter, and sometimes it creates more of a problem when, when you are trying to deal with a larger and more more complicated estate. And so when it comes to uh, counties outside of Dallas County and maybe even outside of Tarrant, uh, we make sure that we try and find a attorneys who are located in those counties that can provide the necessary assistance and guidance for uh, our clients or uh, through the system in those local counties. And and you pointing out something that is very important. A lot of people have property in other counties. and But the question is whether their, their uh, uh, case is being handled out of Dallas County or out of the county where the property is located. So we look at all that. The county where the property is located is in East Texas. Yes. Unfortunately, uh, either you have a well-good attorney that is costly, uh, hope and pray that the judge in the county is going to be fair, and the other parties are not fighting you tooth and nail over the acreage. That's correct. What you are pointing out is a is a problem that exists in various counties that we have to take you have to take into consideration if you have assets located in those counties. So uh, you have to have someone who is able to navigate through the legal system in the local county. It's very important. And sometimes we can help with that by, if we have, uh, we can refer someone to an attorney located in those counties. Sometimes we can, and sometimes uh, we have to fight through that. But it, uh, the way you are pointing out the problem is a problem that a lot of people have who have property in some of those counties. That's correct. Okay, then. Thank you, Ken. All right. Thank you for your call. Here's the line, 972 Who do we have next for you? Councilwoman uh, Caroline uh, Arnold is on line right. uh, three. All right. Good morning, Councilman Arnold. I'm sorry that we've been so busy this morning. Uh, you couldn't get in. And I thank you for what you did for me. Amen. Thank you very much. 
bestowing it on on me. Okay. Is she there? Yes. I can't hear. Councilwoman. She's on two. Hello. Yes. Hello. Well, at least my Starbucks have arrived. <laughs> Hello, Councilman Arnold. I don't hear. Yeah, same. She she's on the air for sure. But I mean, she's on line three. But uh, yeah, we we three? can't we can't hear you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Councilwoman. Oh, I don't it. Um, yeah, you, you can call us back. Uh, yeah, we, the, all the lines are very busy. Okay, she's cutting back. All right, all right. This is Councilman. Okay, I'm on the line now. Uh, you're on the line. You hear me? Yes, sir. Just real quickly, I know we're running out of time. Yeah, we sure are. I sure hate this. Uh, you have to call. See, can you get in earlier next week? Yes. Yeah, well, no, just quickly. Well, thank you. We need those, those questions to get some more lines in. So oh, yeah. I'm getting off the phone. Yeah, I just wanted to have Malcolm, Malcolm know that he's here with some of these properties that, that, that are different over. And uh, so we'll talk next time, next month, about Cambridge. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Uh -huh. Thank you. All right. Bring up, bring up another one. She's going to lay back and wait and get Try to get in line early next week. Okay, uh, uh, James is on line four. James? Yes, James. Good morning, James. Good, good morning, Reverend and uh, the barrister. Uh, real quick, uh, this is Black History Month and one important Black History fact for this day, February 12, 1909, the NAACP was started. The, Found the uh, birthday of the NAACP is today in 1909. I know that's all mm -hmm. the time we have. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. All righty, run up another one, I guess. A conscientious call. Yeah, oh, Lord, it's time for me to get out of here. I, okay. I've got to go. Would you give your uh, telephone number out, uh, Councilman? Yes. 214 0713 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0713-6230-3. 0